Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Sec Tools podcast by Infosec Campus. I'm your host of the show Sanup Thomas. Today we have Anastasia with us, author of Comics Project, um uh, to talk about his his journey in Infosec, his journey in open source tool development. Anastasia, uh, welcome to the show. Hey Sanup, uh thanks for the invitation and I'm really glad to to be here in this uh, podcast. Yeah, thanks for making the time. To start uh, quickly with uh, how did you get into infosec everyone has their own story of uh, how did they start uh, their first journey into infosec so what was yours <laughs> yeah uh, well uh, that's a way back story i actually get started in the late 90s uh, when i was at uh, middle school and uh, get started writing my own you know dummy programs and uh, remember myself uh, being really excited about that uh, you know what uh, i was able to create uh, from out of nothing so uh, one night uh, during that period uh, i saw the tv the, the hackers movie <laughs> and i must admit uh, that uh, i was really excited about all that uh, you know all the cyberpunk vibes uh, the colorful hacking scenes the hackers manifest of course uh, hacking and freaking stuff uh, it was the moment that i realized that you know building things is as cool as breaking them yeah. uh, so that's how i started uh, buying and reading books about hacking writing my own dummy hacking scripts and searching on the internet about the whole hacking culture and since uh, i mentioned uh, books uh, i still remember that uh, the first one i ever read uh, was a hard copy of uh, hacking exposed uh, i think that the third edition <laughs> and and i i would like to note here that uh, as the years go by uh, the more i realize that Uh, there is a strong connection between uh, let's say being a good penetration tester and learning or understanding things so i still continue to believe that building thing is as cool as breaking them and vice versa interesting so whether computer science or or um, hacking or infosec was that your your academic um, subjects or is something like your your own curiosity and you developed yourselves uh, look uh, my first degree is in uh, surveying and informatics engineering uh-huh. and my master of science is in uh, digital sec- system security mm-hmm. at uh, the university of piraeus at the department of digital systems mm-hmm. in which i served as a phd candidate uh, for a couple of years i see so uh, yeah yeah Uh, do, do you remember the uh, this probably like it's it's maybe a little difficult to actually recall from the bottom of the memory but still i'm curious to know um starting from the uh, early 90s right that's what you said oh sorry mm-hmm. late 90s late 90s yeah yeah do you remember the first program uh, you have written what what was the first uh, program that you have written or something that you coded <laughs> i think a very dummy and basic uh, brute forcing uh, tool okay okay it was uh, at uh, mid school so <laughs> i i thought it was so so cool to create a brute forcer yeah i mean these <laughs> days brute forcers can be like uh, quite available right I and mean, there are plenty of uh, brute forcers or crackers available online 
but on those days we are talking about late 90s and not that many open source uh revolutions have started at that time right it's there are like less tools and um especially sure, like less sure. access to infosec tools um so yeah that's mm-hmm. that's cool like in the early stage that yeah. uh, building a cracker that's that's fun Mm-hmm. Monkey, see monkey do uh, uh, from the from the books uh, that uh, I was reading. I was trying to to recreate uh, stuff that I was able to to read <laughs> and to reproduce them in uh, in such a way. Right, right. Now um, talking about comics project, right? This has been mm-hmm. um, I don't know how long. I have seen these projects for a very long time, at least like few years. Uh, how how long yeah. the project is maintaining? Uh, I started before six years, uh, as far as I can recall, in 2014. Right. So talk about Comics Projects. It's an exciting uh, application or exciting uh, tools, uh, has a bunch of capabilities. But yeah, I mean, something that um, we kind of uh, taken that sort of vulnerabilities. So this is basically command injection, right? and for yeah, command injection and code and code injection yeah, code injection yeah. command injection yeah so for 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 command injections we didn't had much of an automated detections or automated tools to exploit it yeah right? yeah so that time like that, something that's, that's came the, up that's the story yeah so that's the time <laughs> that's like the story behind comics exactly so there were like okay there are sql injections there are like sql map on there are uh, xml uh, injections there are like tools around that but mm-hmm. Uh, for command injection is something that we have kind of taken lightly um, in infosec in the beginning, right? Like mm-hmm. maybe because it's a uh, it's a sort of vulnerabilities that we typically find it in uh, maybe routers or like you know hardware uh, dashboards or no, uh, not not only exactly not only exactly we we yeah, we yeah. we only see these kind of uh, uh, limited uh, applications. That's what. that was my initial idea was to be honest but then we see real time applications actually has uh, uh, like a web friend applications also has command injection that was exciting and then uh, uh, the the tool definitely got its own popularities and people accepted it and it's a, it's a, a major major arsenal for the infosec guys so let's talk about mm-hmm. comics project how did you come up with this idea how did you start it uh- So uh, the comics project idea came, let's say, out of the blue, uh, as I already told uh, before six years. And when I was uh, participating in a Capture the Flag uh, contest, and uh, I realized uh, exactly what you said. Uh, there are a couple of tools available uh, to identify uh, command or code injection vulnerabilities, but suddenly none of them was able to exploit them afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so due to to the reason that uh, during that period uh, I was uh, doing my PhD at the University of Pireus I had enough time uh, for research mm-hmm. and I decided to develop a, a tool a command injection exploiter tool let's say uh, that could be able to identify and to exploit vulnerabilities related to command and code injection attacks Uh, and after uh, and after that after the the heavy development uh, an explanatory paper was written and decided uh, to be submitted at the at the black hat 2015 uh, call for papers uh, where it was accepted and this is how all gets started yeah i think i think i also started noticing comics projects from the first arsenal talk 
uh, and then from there um, I think it was uh, uh, it I, was at the Arsenal and at the briefings yeah uh, I had the two presentations the first one uh, was at the Arsenal and the other one uh, was at the, the briefings yeah if I recall my my memory correctly in one of the years or maybe a couple of the years it was also uh, uh, listed as one of the top 10 uh, tools of the year right yeah <sighs> I, I don't remember, but uh, maybe. I think, yeah, I think it was. I can't recall. I can't recall. <laughs> All right. So but it, it was. It was. It was honor for me yeah, yeah. Uh, that uh, someone uh, described comics as the the SQL map for command sections. Exactly. Exactly. It was on. It was honor. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, was this project? Uh, started by just you as a single developer, like trying to fiddle around yeah. in the CTF. Yeah, uh, the the problem uh, back then was um, I was trying to exploit a blind command section, and there is no way to output data uh, from from the application. So I created a, a dummy script. Uh, in order to to get uh, the output of the execution let's say from the uh, who am i command mm-hmm. and after that i decided to to create uh, an application uh, like comics uh, which could be fr- from anyone could be uh, easy to to execute it and get uh, the output of of everything uh, which is trying to exploit let's say windows or uh, or linux uh, target mm-hmm. oh so it identified like which target is the the uh, tar- uh, the target application is and then kind of choose the commands accordingly mm. uh, yeah when did you decide to push the project into open source and what was that driving force and how how did that turn out i mean of course it turned out to be a good project for sure but of course as uh, as the initial project maintainer like this was just a tool that you developed for yourself right what drives you to push that code to you know the rest of the world uh, i was uh, i was fan from the for for the open source community mm-hmm. uh, because i think uh, from the open source you you are able to to learn a, a few things so i had to 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 give back to the community something mm-hmm. so i decided uh, to to upload the code of comics after one or two year uh, or two months after the initial uh, development to to upload to the github mm-hmm. uh, and of course um, okay i have a, a development background but i'm not uh, developing myself mm. uh, i'm just a, i'm a penetration tester Uh, but i really enjoying uh, in my spare time let's say um, writing my own script we can make uh, we, we can make my life and job easier during for example the, during a penetration testing mm-hmm. uh, or just to contribute uh, to to existing open source projects Uh, so i decided to to upload uh, my my project to github so anyone uh, can do the exactly the same yeah the the more popular the tool uh, gets um did you face any challenges in maintaining the project because it's not a project that you just started for this one year and then leave it uh, just as an ideal uh, uh, mode right so you keep contributing to the project and it's 
it's keeping maintained um what was mm. what was your thought process in like you know giving new features or you know adding new releases or or rather like you know getting more um issues or maybe pull requests from other people and what's your philosophy in managing all this um I don't have a specific uh, philosophy. Look, what I understood uh, during the engagement uh, with Codemix project in general with the open source community is that people appreciate contributions. Yeah. And what is quite important is that even if your code is not that perfect, my code is not that perfect. Mm. Uh, I'm not a developer myself. Uh, people uh, enjoy look at it or messing with it or uh, hopefully get some issues submitted. And it is worth mentioning that till now several people have already contributed code to Comics Project. Yeah. And I would like, uh, of course, to thank all of them about that, uh, as well as several people uh, have uh, submitted issues and they, um, that they were faced uh, with. Uh, comics, uh, which is, in my opinion, just uh, an important and absolutely crucial as uh, contributing code uh, to a project, uh, to the, the, the issues reporting. So, um, in, in my point of view, uh, the feedback uh, to the project, uh, either is um, code submission or just issues, Uh, is uh, the same and crucial for for the maintenance let's say mm-hmm. yeah i agree but have you faced any challenges or any or maybe if you can actually share any ex- any exciting stories throughout the project uh, a exciting story i think the mo- the um, difficult uh, part was to let's say translate all the payloads uh, that I was uh, created for Linux targets mm-hmm. to translate them uh, for Windows targets, uh, yeah. to, to generate the payloads for the, the, the error-based, let's say, uh, command section or for the blind command sections uh, to make them uh, and to translate them for uh, Windows targets and to, to combine uh, PowerShell with uh, CMDXF. Yeah. Um, going back to the project, right? So Comix has two, uh, I mean, both detections and exploitations or rather more of a post-exploitation capabilities um, in both Windows and Linux and uh, if I'm not wrong, Mac also? Um, you, can, you can exploit uh, Windows and, uh, and um, Linux Uh-huh. and you can um, and you can exploit mac os uh, targets and you can also install comics into windows mac or Win- or uh, linux hosts i see got it when we talk about command injections we are not really talking about just the uh, you know classic payloads right like you know just uh, ampersand ping something something um mm-hmm. but there are a, a kind of a garden varieties of payloads possible from command injections or code execution um would you uh, like to brief about uh, your experience in ex- uh, exploring command injection area um look 
there is a very basic uh, command injection payload uh, with the semicolon, let's say, and the, the command mm-hmm. after. Uh, or the, the payload uh, would be more difficult, let's say, on comics, if you want to, to reduce the, the false positives, um, you have to, to generate uh, a pseudo-random uh, string um, with echoes, with uh, the generation of, uh, um, of a calculation. And after that, if uh, the, the response uh, on the target um, is what the comics uh, wants to get, for example, a, a string with, uh, that contains the echoes, the result of the echoes, and the result of the, the calculation, uh, the, the comics uh, knows that maybe uh, this parameter is vulnerable. Uh, so the, the difficult part, uh, from my point of view, is to identify uh, the vulnerability and to and to to not uh, to not go to to a false positive result. Yeah, talking about false positive, that could uh, be one of the major factors in a lot of automated tools, right? Especially on, you know, any any infosic automated tools, when you start um, talking about all these scanners and uh, detection tools and whatnot, the first challenge questions ask is like, hey, what's the false positive rate? Uh, how, how did you overcome those false positive cases in uh, comics? Uh, try and retry and retry to, uh, with... Uh with a basic examples, uh, that's why I created uh, the comics uh, testbed ah, yeah. that contains uh, multiple examples and multiple vulnerabilities. Um, through that, uh, I was uh, trying to to cover whole whole the area or uh, the the major part of the the, the false positives. Um, but I, I'm not saying that uh, comics uh, is not, uh, false positive free. Yeah, but my, I was tra- that's, uh, trying that, to re- yeah. reduce to reduce this. Exactly, the lesser is more efficient, right? And the the only thing is like these tools are kind of making the testers' life uh, simpler and lighter. Um, that's the only kind of uh, agenda of all these automations around it, right? We are not going to like you know push up play button then leave it. There isn't manual analysis mm-hmm. around it. Yeah, there is there is uh, manual validations around it. So you there is a testers running these tools are actually responsible to kind of read those results and take a very wise judge, um, uh, judgment out of it. Uh, but yeah, I mean I I totally agree your point. The idea is to reduce the uh, false positive results and and you know building the test bed is also actually very good. Regarding that uh, you're saying, uh, I think uh, a tool is as good as the handler exactly. that uses that tool. Totally agree. Totally agree. Um, so, do you have every year release? This is the sixth year of comics projects, and and we mm-hmm. definitely wish it actually reach a decade and beyond that. <laughs> I hope so. I hope <laughs> because. So. Command injections or code executions vulnerabilities is something that I have seen when probably like I started the careers and it's been like a decade and still exist, not just uh, in test beds, but in a real application also. It's a very valid uh, findings and we see that on and off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I, I was able to I, to identify two, two command injection vulnerabilities uh, the past uh, four, year, uh, four months. Uh-huh. 
uh, with, um, I pushed the, the, the code of the, of the modules regarding exploiting two to CVs discovered by me. Uh, the one was the Trixbox uh, Community Edition uh, Authenticated Remote Code Execution. Mm-hmm. And the second one was a, a PHP command injection, a code injection uh, on the Open Media Vault uh, application. This is uh, 2020 CVs, right? Yes, yes. Uh, the first one uh, was before uh, four or five months, and the second one regarding the Open Media Vault was about uh, one before one month. Was that a new attack vector or new payloads that you uh, then need to... No, add? no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. It, it was very basic. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a very, it's a very um, uh, you know, valid and uh, still a uh, lively vulnerability, still exists on in, on the web. Uh, so, yeah, as long as command injections exist, uh, we expect to see comics project around <laughs> to ease our life. Mm. Um, so, um, before we wind up, you, of course, started in late 90s and you had different experience in starting InfoSec and, you know, you had different journey in... Uh, writing tools or getting into open source communities and building a project around it and building like more impactful project around it, right? Yep. There are still people coming into InfoSec. There are definitely, we still need more people uh, join InfoSec in, in open source community as well, plus the as an InfoSec community itself or as a tool authors, like some, some I have seen some developers are actually writing um, security tools, not just offensive side of tools, meaning not just the attack tools, but the defensive side of tools, like, you know, the, the, the configurations uh, reviews or there are um, cloud reviews and whatnot. So there are, there are different uh, areas that are actually getting covered these days. What do you want to say as an advice or a comment um, or, uh, to, to all these new uh, peoples around? From your experience, what's your, <laughs> what's your uh, word of advice? Uh, my point of view is uh, what I what I said uh, at at the beginning of that interview that uh, being a good uh, let if you want to be a good penetration tester or a good uh, security security analyst or whatever uh, learning or understanding uh, how things work uh, is very important. Uh, you have to to understand how to how something works if you want to to know how to break it, how to to exploit it. And that's why I thought that uh, building things is at school as breaking them. Yeah, great, Anastasios. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks for sharing your experience with Comics Project. Uh, it's Th- a thank wonderful. you very much. Thank you very much. It's a it's a very wonderful project, and we hope to see the project still keep growing, still have more thank, more thank commits, you. more releases happening. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you in the next one. Bye-bye.